This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. used to chew all the time and i would go up to the fire station with him when i was a little kid he's like you want some worm dirt and he just pop it open and he eat some oh, of yeah. this i remember i took a pinch one time oh, just instantly <laughs> he's like i didn't think you were gonna eat it oh god did you like eat it like ingest it <laughs> oh yeah it's you know, a dumbass kid I just put it right in my how mouth and started chomping on it it was horrible how old were you 10 that's rough yeah wasn't good did you ever did you start dipping after that no okay yeah that's smart. no that that, it kind of scarred me for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Landon Baker. Yep. That's your name? Yep. Didn't mispronounce it? No. It's no. a pretty, pretty simple name to pretty say. Pretty simple name. <laughs> a lot of people call me Brandon, but that's mostly the elders. Yeah. Let's go, Brandon? Or Yeah. Just, let's go, Brandon. Let's go. Yep. Like they're actually cheering for you. Yeah. Hey, that's nice. Yeah. Well, at least I take it that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I did want to ask. So, you, do you do PRS or is it a different type of shooting that you do mostly so i do both i do a lot of the one day matches that are all prs format they all follow the same rules regulations and style of it and then i do shoot prs matches as well just depends on how far they are and what time if i can Mm -hmm. make them to them because i always sign up for them i do one two a year typically i'd like to do more but it just depends on how close i mean some of them are several hundred miles away and it's an all-day weekend thing so just whenever schedule allows so like um how many are they ever in Iowa or how far away are you going for these PRS matches and shit? Uh, there used to be PRS match over right by Decora, and that one I think has moved. So there's one in Minnesota, Illinois, Nebraska. They kind of rotate around, but they do stay 
at the same, you know, ranges most of the time. But there's a lot of one-day matches in Iowa now. So if people want to oh, get really? into it, oh, yeah, there's oh, tons. Yep. Huh. I, I I see the videos and stuff of P, like PRS shooting, and it looks really cool. I've never actually looked, looked into actually competing. Because, for one, it's, man, I don't know. That's like that's an investment to get into. Well, yeah, it's it's like drugs. It's very addicting. <laughs> yeah. Once you get into it, you can't go cheap. No, you can't. No, it's yeah. a blast though. Yeah, because I, I I I loved. I used to do it in the army. I got when I was in a in the army. I was in a scout sniper platoon, so we did a lot of long range shooting with with the snipers. Yep. I wasn't a sniper, but we had our sniper section, and we'd always go there and fuck around in the range with them. And that was always a blast. And yep. I always wanted to do that, but man, I don't know. I just haven't had the money to like really get into it but well, i start I, somewhere yeah, i know right because like what is the like um okay what did you start out with did you just go all in or did you no like, i originally in? in 2017 is when i started shooting that and i did a lot of research and bergara first came kind of to the states and become mm-hmm. po- pretty popular and i did a lot of research on them and i started off with a, a b14 hmr 65 creedmoor Okay. Great shooting gun. I actually used it for two and a half years, about 3,000 rounds. The barrel died on me. Oh, and man. I used a cheaper scope at first. That was kind of a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I found the limitations of the scope before I found the limitations of the gun. But what was the scope? Uh, God, it was a real cheap Athlon, like a $200 one. Oh, okay. So, like, I didn't know what I was getting myself into. I just had a buddy that told me about these matches, but he never shot them either. So he's like, oh, you should just show up and shoot. I'm like, Okay. And I show up, I'm looking at the rifles, I'm like, I am way out of my league yeah. here. But the first match I got thirty six out of forty or or thirty six out of sixty four. That's what the first one was. Cause I'm like, God, I was almost in the top half and that yeah. kinda like kept me going. If I would have been towards the end, I'd probably be like, eh, yeah. okay. You go in there and you just shoot like five targets and like fuck me, this isn't for me. Yeah. <laughs> this is just yeah, dollar fifty every time you pull a trigger just to watch the dirt fly. Right. Not much fun then. Yeah. So uh yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's also because I'm watching, like, the fucking elite mm-hmm. shooting and stuff, and they're shooting, I don't know. What looked to me, like, you know, on the gun, like, with a gun and optic, I mean, it looks like it's probably about four to six grand. Minimum. 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 Right? Okay. Most guys have two to three grand in their glass alone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. it's so like, I'd... man, get into it. You're you're shelling out a good chunk of change. But yeah. it, it's, it's, it's just like anything. Like, when I started hunting like when i came back home and started hunting again and got a bow hunting what did i go out with matt a fucking samic sage my first year um i don't what um that that, that junk ass recurve oh i have no clue what yeah. oh, recurve was man yeah it was a samic sage that was a trick question i knew but <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I have no clue on what that yeah recurve was but it's, it's, just, it's just like that where you know you've you fucking just do it. Just get into it. Know how cheap. Like, if you want, you can cheap out a little bit. To do your research, obviously, like anything else. But you don't have to go balls of all to just no. uh, find out you don't like it. No, not right off the bat. I mean, I've seen guys take a four hundred dollar Ruger Americans, rebarrel them, and put an eight hundred dollar scope on, and they've actually destroyed me a couple times. You know, it just mm-hmm. wasn't my day, and they're just good foundation shooters. So it's not always the gun. It's you know seventy five percent the person, but a good gun does help correct human air for sure that's why people spend the money is to limit the factor the the air factor of the rifle itself for sure yeah 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 i was talking to jordan yesterday about it and we were kind of chatting about gear and stuff like that and um you know kind of came to the conclusion that it's when 
you're really not shooting because when you're in a high stress environment, like you're not going to, sh- you're probably not going to shoot as good as your best day at, back at home on the range. So you're really just yeah. working to get your bad days, your bad range days as good as they can be. Yeah. Cause you know, worst case scenario, you go out there and you're just like not feeling it then you're still shooting decent. You know, like you really want to focus on your bad days and try to get those, try to minimize, like make your, not minimize your bad days, but make your, watch your bad days gradually get better and better and better as you train. Yeah. Cause I you're totally only agree. as good as your bad. You're only as good as your worst day on the range, in my opinion. Yeah. And you can't let it get to you either. Cause you know, the biggest thing with PRS and stuff is you're always on the clock. So that stress level is huge in the back of your head, especially if you have a wide target field you're at, not just the targets are online. So you're constantly hunting around. So it starts getting to you the pressure. And if you just totally bomb a stage, you can't carry that over to the next one. Otherwise it kind of just starts soiling the whole day for you. Right. Yeah. Can you explain like what a PRS match really is? Cause I've never, I've never done it and I'm sure a lot of people listening probably haven't done it either, but yeah, it's a lot of, what um, kind of is? like barricade. You shoot off a lot, uh, different barricades, different positions and different targets, different ranges. It's always a mix up. Like there's probably rare that you'll ever do one position for an entire stage. Mm-hmm. Maybe you shoot prone, but the targets will go out to 200, come back to 150, go out to 800, come back to 500 and you might have to shoot it out and then actually reverse it coming back in. So it's a, it's everything to trip you up as they can do as possible. Mm-hmm. Or like the barricades themselves might be a, a T post and you got to shoot it off a T post at 600 yards and it's <laughs> a wobbly turd. And, you know, Shit. yeah. And <laughs> there's cool. fences, logs, rocks, everything varies in different heights, elevations, and the positions always change. So it's that's, definitely a trip. Yeah. That's fucking pretty sweet. Yeah. So are you like running from state, like going from stage to stage and like, is it like a, like a USPSA match or like a handgun match where you're, running from point to point is the whole thing um tied or is it just is it go stage by stage it's just stage by stage you're squatted up and then you know there could be four to eight people in your squad so you run through your squad move to the next stage yeah you're not running stage to stage otherwise i mean the gear is pretty heavy alone if you'd probably tip over (laughs) just not hit anything on the next one carrying all that stuff right Because your guns, I mean, a lot of those guns are pretty heavy. Yeah, mine's just shy of 20 pounds. Jeez. And it's still not the heaviest out there. There's guys that are 22, 24. God dang. Want to go out west with us? Not yeah. with that one. No, that one. Yeah, <laughs> so it's not exactly a mountain rifle. No, no chance. <laughs> God dang. Like, yeah. Carrying it out of the basement's enough. <laughs> yeah. I was say, when you're out, like, mountain hunting with a, with a gun, I mean, a lot of those guns are six seven pounds yeah is what hope, you're shooting for hopefully under 10 for sure you yeah know, decked out yeah exactly so you're you're saying just shy of 20 pounds yeah god dang i'll have to bring it over sometime yeah you will it'll be fun it's what what do you shoot at like, caliber wise six five creed okay so that fucker doesn't like move at all it, i'm sorry it's like shooting a pellet gun <laughs> it, it honestly is it's such a fun gun to shoot because yep. like even the scope barely moves off the plate with the recoil even if you're not behind the gun it's just bang mm-hmm that's why six five is so popular in a lot of those competition shoots because it doesn't recoil that way. Even my because I have a Ruger American yep. six five Creed, and even with that chintzy ass fucking stock and everything else, it doesn't kick much at all. Yeah, it's great caliber. It's, yeah, it's a really nice caliber. And like hunting wise, I, I I wouldn't use it for elk. People do. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't probably use it for elk. I like a little bit more. I'd probably want a little bit more ass behind my my round. Yeah, as it gets to an elk because they're fucking huge, 
But uh, people do. People do it all the time. They sh- they kill elk with six five three all the time. But it's really good, especially like target round, like you're saying. Yeah, I totally agree. Target. I think yeah. that's why the six five PRC came out to kind of give a little more power if people are wanting to do some more big game hunting. Just yeah. a little more confidence, and it's going to be a kill shot for sure. Yeah, I think that's that's PRC is pretty dope. Yeah. Have you shot? I mean, the PRCs at all? Yeah, I've shot a six five PRC, three hundred PRC, and kind of want to get into a seven PRC and see if I want to build one. Dude, those seven PRCs are sick. Yeah. Like, I, just, I don't know. I've never shot it. But looking at it ballistically-wise, it looks pretty fucking sick. Yeah. Like, it looks really sweet. I kind of already have something almost a seven PRC. It's a seven SOM right now. Matt saw it last oh. time he was over, and it's... It, it's yeah i Is mean it? it's like 12 pounds oh jeez <laughs> you didn't feel the heavy gun <laughs> <laughs> it's not that bad just get stronger matt yeah just get stronger <laughs> hit the gym yeah oh i didn't even tell anyone matt moon's here too how's it going you heard his voice earlier too but yeah i forgot to say that matt's here as well hanging out that's it just chilling yep <laughs> okay <laughs> he's the tech guy all right take the mic away from him. um <laughs> but uh the seven psalm is a fucking badass caliber too yeah that one's been around a long time and it kind of died off in the early 2000s because it never got like a production round mm-hmm. and you know if somebody like horny doesn't pick it up not a lot of people want to hand load no so that's why horny kind of reinvented the wheel and just did the seven prc well and horny's doing all the prcs yeah they're really um are they really that much better than their parent card like is a 6.5 prc really that much better than a 6.5 creedmoor maybe it, it could be it depends yeah. on the use of the rifle i mean mm-hmm. if you if you're stuck on the 6.5 caliber big game hunting wise yeah it's yeah. an advantage but uh, target shoot or even just whitetail hunting i don't see the need to no. I mean, you could have a smoother shooting mm-hmm. rifle i guess if you wanted but mm-hmm. same with like the the 7 prc like i've seen when you look at it ballistically and you put it head to head with a, I got twenty eight Osler. Yep. It's like you're really not getting that much more. But the thing is, the in my opinion, it's like if you don't have a seven millimeter, like a, basically if you already have a seven rem mag or a twenty eight Osler or a two eighty actually improved, then it's like you probably don't need the PRC. Yeah, because you you're it. stepping down a tiny bit. Yeah. You might save a little bit of recoil, but that's probably all you're gaining off of that. Pretty much it. it those twenty eight Osler's are. Yeah. Fast as shit. They are great. They're fast as hell. Yeah. The PRC rounds, and even like the SOM rounds, people do kind of like them too. It saves powder. It's less powder. Mm-hmm. So I guess that is one advantage. You know, yeah, that's true. 60 grains versus maybe 70 or 80. Mm-hmm. Well, and they're, uh, are they short action? The you SOM can, is. The, the SOM you can the build SOM short is. action. Yeah. I built mine long action because I like those long, heavy-ass bullets. So. Oh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's really high BC. Probably should have went with the 28 Nosler, but at the time, brass was hard to get, and I just fell in love with the 7 SOM. Like, yeah. the ballistics of it just really caught on to me. Yeah, honestly. Um, I haven't gotten into reloading yet. I really want to someday. That's fun. Yeah. I Well, you have to. Yeah. How much you shoot for PRS oh. competitions, you have to reload. Yep. Otherwise, or be super rich, but I know... Yeah, I know where you work, and you don't. You're not like a millionaire. No, so not quite. I <laughs> not wouldn't quite. be working if I was a millionaire, right? <laughs> yeah, because like box ammo, you're probably looking a dollar fifty around. I can reload for eighty cents, so yep. it is a big saving. Yeah, big savings, and also you can really fine tune it. Yeah, right, way and, more. And you can really get down to the nitty gritty and get exactly what your gun likes to shoot. Yep. And yeah, because really every gun's different. You could yep. pull three guns, serial numbers, right in a row, and 
three different ammos. One gun might take all three. One gun might like one. One might not like any of them. Mm-hmm. I so, experienced that with my uh, my Bergara. It shot Hornady great. Anything else? The group was horrible. Really? Yeah. No shit. Yep. That's one thing I was talking to you, Matt, about um, when you were asking about because uh, you just bought a Browning X Bolt, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because when we were talking, you're like, "Oh man, what kind of ammo should I get and stuff?" And I'm just like, "Dude, get." All of the seven rim mag in all the good the good manufacturers and try them all out because you don't you don't know what your rifle likes until you shoot a couple at least a couple. Like I like to say, you know, when you go to the store and you see a box of Hornady, you see a box of uh, Barnes, you know, get all of the good ammunition and see what it likes best by shooting your groups and seeing what's tightest, and then just go with that one. Right, like, you, what you told me is, like, just basically buy everything that they had there. Not everything, but buy every different kind of uh, box that you could find there that yeah. they, they were selling. And uh, just cite it in for the cheapest one that you, that we had and then go mm-hmm. from there on the the good quality yep. that we had. So. Right. Yeah, because that's what I did with my 6.5 because I'm not made of fucking money either. And I bought, like, two boxes of the cheap shit. And I think at the time the cheap shit was the Norma 6.5 round. And I bought two boxes of that because I'm like, I'll zero with this. Like, get it kind of dialed in as my zero. And then I'll once I get it where I want it to be, then I'll move on to the nicer stuff and then readjust. to. And, uh, and, and I'm not re-zeroing every time I shoot a new box of ammo. I'm just making sure, basically, I'm making sure it's on paper with the cheap ammo, and then once I'm on paper, then I'll probably be, I'll be on paper with right. the other shit, too. So then I shoot, you know, three-round group of each different box of ammo and see which is tightest, and then yep. go with that, and then re-zero with that ammo, and that's my, that's my round. Because my, my Ruger, it really liked the Hornady Precision Hunt, Hornady Precision Hunter ammo, so that's why I went with and there's a lot, and at the time there was a lot of it on the shelf until I got closer to Hunt Wars, and then there was nothing. I was pissed. Well, we should have some uh, lots of fun coming up here soon. Then, as soon as I get this uh, scope on, oh yeah, it'd be fun. Yeah, I'm. I was like shooting new shit, <laughs> especially when if it's someone else's shit. Cause it's like I didn't pay for it. I still get to shoot it, so it's nice. Yeah, you get to try out <laughs> multiple products, and you don't yeah. have to pay for it. Hell yeah, it's nice. It's nice when you have friends. That like to shoot. You can yeah. You can just trade guns back and forth, and you know, hey, maybe maybe you'll end up not liking that Browning at all, and you'll be like, this this fucking gun sucks ass, and you like my Ruger, and we'll just trade. Yeah, and that's, and that's why I texted you too. I'm like, hey man, like what what do you recommend? Like besides the six five Creebor, what would you suggest being buying for out west hunting? Because you know, let's face it, I'll probably be going with you, or you mm-hmm. know, like. We've always been hunting buddies, so yeah. like, like what what would you want next? Mm-hmm. You know, you already have the six five. I know you'll let me use yours, mm-hmm. and I can you know lend you mine. So like, yeah. killing two birds with you know one stone here. Oh, for so sure. Let's just figure it out, and yeah, and that's why I said the seven remag, just because you know I think the seven PRC is better, but it's not really out yet. Like it's out, right? I mean, it's out, right? Yeah, it's on it, the shelf. It's on the shelf now, and they do have production rifles yeah. out, but it's going to be a big, you know, grab right now. Everybody's yeah. going to run out and buy it, so it's going to be a little bit tough. Yep. I feel at first. Well, and then after all those people buy it up and start shooting it, 
they might not like it. Maybe they'll yeah. come back and say the seven PRC fucking sucks. There's nothing. It's not better. It's not any better than my seven rem mag. It's not any better than my twenty eight nozzler. Yeah. So fuck it and just put it in this corner and never touch it again. And then that round ends up dying off. Oh. We don't know. New calibers sell new guns, so yep. that's why every year you see people slightly changing something. You know. Yeah. I mean, the seven rem mag's been around for a long time. That's when I'm at it. Asked about. I'm like, hell yeah, dude. That's a standalone run. Mm-hmm. That'd be probably. If I had one gun in the whole world, I could pick seven rem mag. Yeah, for sure. That was the only caliber I could ever shoot. It's been around forever. It's, yep. you know, it's tried and true and it's been tested. It's killed everything in North America. Yeah. Ballistically and, is great. It's mm-hmm. got huge options for bullets too. So if you want long range, you want to hunt, everything's out there for it. Yep. Yeah. And it, dude, it's, I mean, I don't know how long it's been around for, but it was pretty far and above its yeah time i think that's a great round yeah that's a great round um in the seven millimeter world that's my favorite minus the stuff that i haven't used yet that i'm inter- interested in interested in but uh like when it comes to like 30 calibers like i don't know the 308 is hard to beat just because it's so available yeah but the 300 win mag when you're talking ballistics and stuff that's like that's like the staple it, when it comes to hunting especially yeah but the, I haven't shot a 300 PRC yet. You have, though. Yeah, and it's a little less recoil than the 300 Win Mag, I thought. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's still, I mean, great gun for a big game. You know, I don't have a personal use for it. You know, I'd still, if I have a 7mm, and that's what I would just take. I wouldn't go out and buy one just to go do an elk hunt. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think the 7mm seven, seven is plenty of plenty of bullet to kill an elk. Yeah, because I got friends that want a 300 rum. I mean, that thing is like a howitzer. Oh, and it, it just sucks to shoot. The, re- oh, the recoil it? on it is absolutely horrible. The barrel life is shit because the, it's so fast. I mean, if you got past 1,200 rounds, it'd be a miracle. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's no bad. Shit. Horrible caliber. Some people love them, though, so I don't want to offend anybody. Yeah. But I hate I mean, it. It's fast as fuck. It For is. A 30 cal, For a 30 cal. 30 cal, super fast. Yeah, shit tons of powder. Yeah. I think they're over 100 grains of powder. Jesus. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's expensive as hell, too. Yeah. Yeah, as per round, it's fucking expensive. Yeah. What's in a 7mm? Wind mag. Or, uh, red, red mag? Mm-hmm. Um, you're probably 70-ish grains. Um, don't quote me on I that. I'm, so. I haven't loaded those. My 7 SOM, I'm right around 63. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting... I'm pushing 183 grain bullets, just right around 29, 80 feet per second. Mm-hmm. So, and that's pretty good. I mean, it stays... Uh, Sub or it doesn't go subsonic till about 2,000, 2,100 yards. So, jeez, yeah, no shit. Yep, god dang, yeah. So I'm hoping to shoot out to two thousand <laughs> yards this year for sure. Yeah, I'm thinking about signing up for the Night Forest ELR match out in Wyoming, but I might get stomped. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what's that? What's that all about? Uh, it's Night Force sponsors that match, and they start at eight hundred yards, I believe, and go out to twenty four hundred or three thousand yards. Jeez, yep. long range match. It's different. It's different from what I've ever shot. I've never shot one of those, so I don't know. I might show up and everybody's got, you know, 375 right. Shytacks, and I'm just going to get destroyed. <laughs> like, who's this fucking idiot? Yeah, he brought a pellet song. gun. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Wait, so 20, how many yards are a mile? 1720. Fuck. That's far. Yeah, it's Jeez. far. That's really far. <laughs> the farthest I've ever shot is 1,200 yards. I was going to ask, what is your farthest shot? A mile. mile. Mile? Yep. I got six six five Creedmoor, six Creedmoor and my seven SOM. I've both made all three made impacts at a mile. Mm-hmm. Is that first round first round impacts? 
Uh, no. Yeah, I was going to say, that's fucking... <laughs> no. <laughs> you had it been dialed in, dude, with, like, no wind. Yeah, the, <laughs> we shot across the valley, and the wind was really tricky, because you'd shoot, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, okay, come over a couple more mills, and it should be right on, and then all of a sudden, it'd go right, and you're like, what the hell? You know, yeah. the math doesn't add up here. And then it, you kind of got back and forth, but eventually, wind died down, then you could start stacking them on the plate. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, once you, and once you get on, then you're good. Yeah. It's, it's, especially if the wind's consistent. The yeah. wind's consist, consistent... And once you get on, you're fucking pretty well. And that's where your spotter comes in handy. Do you have spotters in PRS matches? It's all on yourself. All on yourself. All on yourself. God damn. Nobody can help you. No shit. Yep. Damn. That's brutal. I used to the army, we had spotters. So, and then and when, um, they had, I don't know what kind. I think it is, well, I know it's a loophole. I can't remember the model, but it was the loophole spotter that has the, they had the mill reticle on the spotter. Yep. So they're using the same reticle that the, Sniper is shooting. Yep. So they're both on target. Sniper shoots. Boom. And then the spider's like, okay. It tells him his adjustments. And then he just fucking whoop. He gets the second round off. Like, yeah. Within a second or two, you know. And that's nice. I think Vortex, Athlon, and I'm trying to think who else. Zeiss might have, they offer the same reticle and a spotting scope as their mm-hmm. rifle. So you can do the same thing, which that'd be super helpful. Yeah, it's very helpful. Because I know Loophole does that. Um, I, can't, I wish I could remember the models. I can't. I'm not. I'm fucking retarded. I can't remember model, model names, but I know loophole does and is very, very helpful. And yeah, like, but doing all by yourself, man, that's got, how many rounds do you get? Like what? Okay. What's scoring like in PRS match? Uh, it's typically 10 to 12 points per squad. So depending on the target array or something like that, but it's, uh, I'd say typically 10 rounds per squad, uh, per, you know, uh, not squad, like stage. Okay. So, you might get 12, so they, they throw a reload in there, and you have to, you know, they might stick your back, your spare mag 10 yards back on a barrel. So you have to shoot, and you can reload at any time. So it's up to you, you know, like how you're going to prepare yourself. Mm-hmm. Me personally, I like to shoot two, run back, grab it, and then I can finish out the, you know, other people like to shoot the 10, run back and grab it and get the two. Mm-hmm. Just depends on how you like to play out your stage. I feel like, I've never done it, obviously, but um, I feel like I'd like to do it the way you do it. Yeah. Because... Once you get on the hot streak, you don't want to break it. Exactly. You know? Like once you get in the groove of things and really start hammering them, yeah. Then you run out. You're like, shit. And you got. And then the last the couple gun. are just going to be thrown out there yeah. because you're trying to go against the clock, which you have no clue. You can call out time and ask them. They might say ten seconds. And then it's just like, you know, get it in the picture, and you're just sending them and kind of praying <laughs> at that point. <laughs> so, do you get deducted per miss? No, it just so doesn't it's just time. Count. Yep. Oh, okay. So and then you just need one one round on target. You just need to hit. Then you move on to the next one. It totally depends. Sometimes you got to put two on. Sometimes it's one. And damn, yeah, every stage is completely different. It's just however the match director decides to set it up. But pretty sweet. Some though. of them are really tricky. Yeah, it's kind of cool though. Yeah, I like that. that is, it sounds kind of similar. Honestly, like USPSA matches sound it, it, similar to an extent where you're not just always putting two rounds in each target and car night. Yep. So. I'm getting handguns right now because I've done a lot of rifle shooting, so mm-hmm. I'm doing a lot of handgun stuff with my brother. And we're and honestly, nine mil is super cheap, so yeah. it's easy to put a lot of rounds down range with nine mil. But I've always wanted to do some long range stuff and get in that. But I, I need to get into reloading first. I would, yeah, I'd suggest That's, that <laughs> yeah. if you want to go out and play for a weekend, it's no problem. But if you don't sure. really get into it, either have a lot of money or start reloading. Right? Yeah, exactly. I've really wanted to get into reloading. I just haven't gotten into it. I have some, I have 
Well, they're back behind you. But I have some six five. Die. I have a six five die and some components for it. But I just don't have any of the other equipment. Yeah. I got it as, as a Christmas present for my father in law. It's one of those things you just kind of you know buy a press and you have some spare time and money, and then you know, a month later you buy the other stuff. You slowly start accumulating. If you go mm-hmm. out and buy it all at once, it's it is kind of expensive to get into. Yeah, if you go all out the first time. How much are you thinking? Like how much does your reloading setup cost, you think? It could be like a rifle. You can go all out or you can just do bare minimum. Like right. I think my how much yours cost. I was probably in it for five hundred bucks. Oh really? Yeah. No, jeez, that's not bad. No, it's not too bad. You said it's like a rifle, so I'm like, oh god. Well, you go. can go all out. I Two mean grand. <laughs> yeah, there I think it's uh Aries or area four nineteen, their zero press is like fourteen hundred dollars just for the reloading press. Jeez. Is it any better? I don't know. Yeah. I, don't know. <laughs> I definitely don't know. So <laughs> imagine what you'd shoot like now if you had that. Maybe I'd shoot better. Yeah. <laughs> if I spend don't more money, I'll shoot better. I don't feel like a, I, I don't think a reloading press would really make your fundamentals better. But Yeah, no. <laughs> it probably helped me. Yeah. <laughs> well, you need all the help you can get, Matt. Love you. But You're right. <laughs> Matt's our our resident waterfowler so he's really into just sending it yeah i uh i like to shoot a lot and uh miss a lot so yeah i always told you if you joined the army you'd be a machine gunner yep It'd be awesome that's, that's probably where i would have been yeah <laughs> matt's motto is accuracy by volume yes exactly <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly it no god bless you man we love you Deer hunting this year. I mean, I shot three times at my doe. You shot once and like hit the bottom of the heart. So, yeah, yeah. But I did miss twice previously that day. Yeah. So no one's perfect. Yeah. And with muzzleloaders, it's tricky because you only get one shot, and then that's pretty much it. I mean, you you're pretty lucky if you get two shots with a muzzleloader on a deer. Like that's not probably going to happen. Yeah. I unless like they're. To, I like to send the lead down the range. Yeah. Unless you're shooting Helen Keller. Deer. <laughs> you, know? you need to get into one of those new smokeless muzzle loaders that are you know a- accurate out to a thousand yards and just hammer deer those things are fucking okay they're re- they're nasty that's crazy yeah it's insane like, i was talking to a buddy of mine he has a smokeless i think it's an arrowhead smokeless muzzle loader he said he's fuck, um he's getting over three thousand feet per second in that thing yeah that's nuts it's ridiculous. Dude. I haven't shot one, but it's got a recoil like a bastard. Oh, it's got to. It's a huge piece of lead they're pushing. Yeah. <laughs> this is a forty-five caliber. Yeah. And it's like, jeez. I don't even do they, I haven't even I haven't even looked into them. I wonder if they have fifty caliber smokeless. Um, I would assume they probably do. do. They I probably. don't know why anybody would want it. I don't know. It's either. just a lot more lead. Yeah. And it's inherently like it's gonna hit harder. Yeah. But it's not gonna be as accurate. Like you're talking those those forty-five caliber muzzleloader bullets, like the um, CVA Paramount, they have the their forty-five caliber. I think it's called an ELD, or no, that's Hornady. It's actually it's a super long range, like super high ballistic forty-five caliber muzzleloader. Yeah. So, oh my god, it's insane. It's yeah. so long. <laughs> there's there's a guy that has a range just south of us here, and he's gotten real big, and he actually has a muzzleloader. Um, competition i think in the spring and fall like long oh, really? range competition yeah down That's in rockford cool. there and he posts his stats and stuff all the time and he's stacking four inch you know groups on a plate at 800 yards with that muzzle loader I'm like that's Jeez. nuts that's crazy yeah man we've come a long way since flintlocks yeah 
Although Flintlock <laughs> season would be fun. Dude, Pennsylvania has one. Yeah, Meat Eater. I yeah. watched that episode. Oh, that you? looks like a blast. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that looks wild. It does. You never know if it's even going to go off. Dude, no. And the delay on top of it. So you you put the little powder, you put your, you know, load it all up and then you put your powder in the pan. Yep. And then it's just like, boom. boom. You're like, oh my God. There's a legitimate, like, delay. Have you ever shot that. a Flintlock? No. My buddy had, like, a, it was a reproduction one, but built to the T. Just something he had. Somebody traded in. He owned a gun shop in Kansas. And he's like, you want to shoot this? I'm like, cool, yeah. Even when the pan goes off, it's so hot. And it just scares the shit out of you anyway. The, like, the chances of even staying on target unless you're trained to that is, right. <laughs> without a doubt, going to be hard. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I actually just bought a double-barrel flintlock shotgun if you want to try it, Jake. I think it's on the iffy side of shooting. But... I saw it. And I, I, I'll pass. I dry-fired it. <laughs> Little, little rust in the, the barrel. One, the, the one hammer didn't even go all the way forward. It's like eh. <laughs> a little WD forty it? back to life. It stopped. Uh, that, thing, it? that thing works like it should. Okay. Well, sure. I still won't shoot it. <laughs> I want to explode in my face. <laughs> <laughs> Just have Matt shoot it first a couple yeah, times. I'll watch you do it, buddy. Uh, the gun store I bought it from. He actually said I can't. So said I can't shoot it. He said, "Yeah, it's not shootable." But the yeah. That, the flint or the what do you call it? The action or the the hammers? The hammers mm-hmm. they work flawlessly. Okay, so it's all rusted to fuck though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So I thought so that means Matt's gonna shoot it. Yeah, challenge accepted, <laughs> yeah. bitch. I've done dumber stuff. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I've never shot a flintlock. I'd like to someday though. It'd be fun. It's probably why, like in the movies, you see when they're standing in line. Like I, I don't know what was it? The, probably the Patriot. When they're like shooting, they're like, <clears throat> they like turn their head away from the gun. Yeah. When it goes off, it's like, man, those dudes are not really picking a target. Well, I mean, the, <laughs> the gun itself is like, you might as well throw a football at somebody. The accuracy is just garbage on those right. <laughs> So they had to march really close to each other. Yeah. And just start lobbing lead at each other. Like, Pretty much. Dang. Everybody's missing. Everybody take a step forward. We'll just keep getting closer. Yeah. <laughs> I will say like the, the wound channel of a lead ball. Is pretty ridiculous. Yeah, once they flatten out, it gets pretty bad and starts tumbling. Yeah. Do you watch uh, a YouTube channel, uh, Grand Thumb, ever? Yeah. Yeah. Did you just watch the one where he's shooting a flintlock? Oh, I haven't seen that one yet. Dude, he has one where he's shooting a flintlock at a ballistic gel dummy. It's ridiculous. Like, yeah. honestly, like, when they flatten out, it's crazy oh, how probably, much damage they do. Right, doubles its size. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Not though. to mention the lead that you can't recover out of you. No. It's, yeah. it's game over. Yeah. Like those poor bastards. Yeah, the... if it's not this day, it's the next week. Yeah, for sure. Crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to get shot with the flintlock. But um, was it? Oh, man, there's something else I was gonna ask you before we got on the flintlock subject. I guess. Um, fuck. Oh, um. So going all the way back to reloading now again. Yeah. Um. Well, how much do you think it would cost just to get into? Like, you did you buy when you bought your reloading gear? Did you just did you buy like the mid range shit, the lower, the low end shit? What I I don't know if there's a lot of really low end stuff. I think that stuff's been kind of pushed out by other manufacturers. Like, there's a baseline standard, and all the manufacturers' baselines is all pretty good. Like, oh, really? whether you use Redding or RCBS or Hornady. It, they're all built really sturdy. I think it comes down to personal preference with a lot of people. Okay. And maybe what dies they already have. Like, 
mm-hmm. I run RCBS and I just had the single single action, you know, press and you just you know, it takes time. It's not the fastest thing in the world, but I think you get a little more precision out of it doing it one by one. Mm-hmm. So if you have like Hornady dies, do you have to use a Hornady press? I don't think I think Hornady has the same thread pitch as the RCBS. Oh, okay. I, I do have a couple horny dies. Oh, gotcha. So you can kind of mix and match a little bit yeah. as you yeah. do it. I think Redding might have their own thread pitch, so that one's kind of one-off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm asking some very ignorant questions because I've never even... Oh, no, like, they're not seen, ignorant. I've never even seen someone do it before, so... That, I didn't know anything. But, Two years ago, I was like, well, I suppose I should start reloading because I'm spending a shitload of money on ammo. <laughs> yeah, right. What were you shooting in matches before you started reloading? Like, what was your what's your favorite factory ammo? It was honestly the Horn D uh, ELDM, that oh, match ammo. Match. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. For my 6.5 Creamer, I was shooting the 140 grain because I could never really find the 143s. So yeah. the 140s popped up, and it always worked for me. Mm-hmm. And there was even a couple times I couldn't find it. So <laughs> I had to step down to the 120 grain. I'm like, <laughs> oh, boy, I don't have the... <laughs> Don't have the data for this other than the box. Fuck it. I'll just run the same ballistics. And honestly, it, it was very forgiving. Really? It shot no damn shit. near the same. Really? Yeah. Man, 20 less grains? I would have figured it would have been off by a decent amount. I don't know if the gun just kind of dealt with it or maybe it's... I don't know. But I don't it, know. I think those bolts are going fast as hell too, though. Yeah. You probably wouldn't really notice. How far did you shoot it? How far out? Like, How far was it consistent out to? Oh, you could... 800 to 1,000 to be pretty, no you know, confident in it. Hmm. Nice. I mean, I had a factory ammo and factory gun. I shot 1,550 yards on a full-size Zipsick, and I hit it, you know, three out of the five times. So that, to me, is pretty good That's, for factory. Yeah. yeah. I, wouldn't say, I definitely wouldn't say it's bad. I mean, no. It's fucking good. Yeah. But then yeah. I, there's some of the Hunter ammo where the Hornady Black, I I think I was out of Pearson's, and they're out of ammo. I'm like, well, six five, it'll shoot. No, that did not. The gun did not like it whatsoever. You couldn't hit a grapefruit at a hundred yards with it. No shit. It was just not that. Yeah, really it was horrible. Huh? Man, yeah. And you, you would think that the it would be pretty similar, being that it's the same manufacturer. And it's I, all Hornady bullets. All Hornady bullets. So. The powder charge should be about the same, but there's something about it that I don't know. Huh? Because I thought the scope had gotten loose. Because I just, you know, bought it on the way to the match. Typical me, always procrastinate. And I'm like, shit, stop by a fleet farm, buy a bunch, you know. Yep. And just grab what's on the shelf. And I'm like, what the hell? I'm not even barely hitting the dirt, you know. And you'd shoot in the same spot twice, and it'd be a foot apart, you know, different directions. I'm like, what really? the hell? Yeah. Holy shit. Went back. That big. Retorked the scope and stuff. I'm like, that's weird. But I had a couple of my original ELDMs that I had. Ran them through. Same spot on the target. I'm like, okay, so it's... Not the gun. No shit. That's yep. crazy. I never... I, I wouldn't have thought it had been that fucking off. You don't have to be that quiet, man. You're good. Yeah. Go ahead. Get a beer. Give me one, too. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. You're good. It won't pick it up that much. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I wouldn't have, think, I wouldn't have thought it had been that far off, I guess. But oh, I wouldn't have thought to either, but that was the one where it was a huge surprise to me. Mm-hmm. And then the other two, you could switch them up and you didn't even know the difference. I ran the same, same dope. It didn't right. even matter. Out to about eight hundred yards, and then you could start seeing a little bit of it. But. Mm-hmm. So when you when you go out to a, a PRS match, are you? Do they have like a zero range? They go and shoot and yeah. Most most time the zero range is open good. the day before, so you have okay. like Friday is sign up, check your dope, zero range, and then kind of get get settled in, mm-hmm. and then Saturday morning show up. They'll give you like the you know the the course range of fire and stuff like that. 
Yeah, because what's the what's the furthest way that you've gone for it? Like for like a PRS match? Yeah, I've shot the one here in Iowa, and I shot the one in Minnesota. Okay, so you haven't gone like I haven't gone Montana super far or Wyoming or anything. For Not PRS for like matches. a strictly PRS match, but um, two years ago I shot the Gap Grind in Tennessee, and that was a blast. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's I think that's the largest PRS style match in America. Really? It's a pro am match. Yep. Oh, so it's two hundred teams. You have one pro, one amateur. How'd so, that go? It went great. We Did got forty seventh out of two hundred. Dang, that's pretty. And I had fucking good. Dude. I had bad ammo issues on the first day. Really? Is that when you got sponsored? No, I should. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Are you sponsored? No, oh, no. Okay. I should. I should hunt it out. But yeah. Hey, I mean, this is episode four. I don't know why I looked at my fake watch, but um, <laughs> I don't know what is this. This will actually probably be like episode six or seven or something like that. So, if anyone's listening by that time, you know. <laughs> hey, hit me up. We got a guy. Yep. All right, we got a guy. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears. Multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Um, so, okay, so coming from Iowa to Tennessee, because obviously uh, environmental envir- environmental factors play yeah. a part. So It was hot, humid, dusty. Yeah, dude, because when it's humid, dude, it's yeah. pretty wacky what it does to bullets. Like, yeah. It changes your dope like drastically. Oh, and like the the mornings, the first morning we ranged is we were out there testing the hundred yards, shooting zeros and stuff like that. And then the two hundred, and they had a thousand yard that you could actually test on too, and mm. you could barely see. It was so foggy and so humid in the morning. It was probably seventy five, hundred percent humidity. You just getting you just getting mirages rolling through like crazy. There was already. too much fog. You couldn't even see shit. Yeah, really. When it finally burned off though, you could see bullet trace like crazy though. Oh, yeah, like I you bet. could watch. It looked like it left the barrel, and you could watch all the way to a thousand yards, just <laughs> yeah. smack the target. It was really cool. Yeah, it's kind of the same way when we went to Camp Shelley, Mississippi. It was just yeah. so humid and nasty and thick and gross, and just walking around, you're, it feels like you're swimming. Yeah, so nasty. I well, fucking hate the South, dude. I, lo- I love the South. Well, I hate the South. Yeah, <laughs> like the weather is so gross. <laughs> Our second or the first day there, it rained nonstop from the time we got there to the time it did everything soaking wet, covered in mud. Mags were feeding like shit because you drop it in the mud and it was just kind of fucked. But you oh, only yeah. had two or three. You know, you never need that many spares, but just loading it, you get anything on there, and it was kind of tough. I think I did put a little wear and tear on the gun because you go to close the bolt and it just feels gritty and i'm like i'm on the clock i don't give a shit and just slam it down <laughs> just, i'll fix it later yeah that's, that's that's when you probably want like a a cheaper gun that has a little more slop in the action yeah. so it's not so gritty you just yeah, power through you it. need the ak for that yeah, yeah right. 1400 action you shouldn't be running sand through it but no. it did oh, God. <laughs> did you so with your gun did you build it yeah, I didn't out. personally build it, but well, I selected all the pieces. Yep, mm-hmm. and then uh, a guy in Osage actually built it for me. He builds custom hunting rifles, and he was the one. I went to him, and I was like, hey, have you ever built a target rifle? And he's like, no, that's not really my style. I do more mountain rifles. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I mean, gun's gun. You want to build it? It's going to be heavy. He's like, ah, it's, 
I like to build them light. I'm like, well, okay, for you're the best. So he's like, all right, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, you uh, start playing to his ego a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I heard well, you're the best, but if you can't do it, then I guess I'll go it, somewhere man. else. I'll, I'll go buy one from Cabela's, I guess. You know, <laughs> yeah. and he's like, no, 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 I'll just do it. And he's like, oh god, this barrel's heavy as hell. You know, I, I added weights to the chassis, and he's like, why do you keep buying more weight? And I'm like, it's going to shoot good. Oh yeah, especially on the barricade, a light gun. If you're on something tippy, it just is all over the place. You can't hold it steady, and then you can't see impact. So who knows if you hit or miss you know right yeah and you don't have a spotter so you yeah. really in a I, for some reason i thought you had spotters in prs matches i, I don't know why i thought that you only have one person assumed they call but, impact that's it but yeah. if you miss it that's yeah, nothing shit yeah there's no correction so you really need to stay on that stay on you want to watch it and watch yeah because if you don't thing. see the miss you're up shit creek you you're just starting over again so yeah. that's the biggest thing is you add the weight to it and if you can watch it go off the left edge of the plate you can just tell in the scope and squeak her over and keep going yep do you ever dial for windage and shit or your like your wind calls and stuff or you just it you depends just on go the, off your depends on the day. Call? Like if it's a consistent wind, I'll dial a couple, you know, tenths of a mil in there. Okay. And gotcha. there's also been times when I dial and it really screws me because I kind of forget about it. Yeah. <laughs> and then I look at my ballistic calculator and I just keep going throughout and I'm pretty soon I'm like, Why am I so far off the blade? you know? Yeah. Just way too much wind, but mm -hmm. So do you how do you do your wind calls? Like usually do you like, are you, do you take like a Kestrel out there with you and engage the wind? I don't, and I don't have a Kestrel yet. I thought about getting one, but I've made this, maybe it's, well, I'm not better sometimes. I don't know. <laughs> but I have a little air, you know, like an anometer. So I get the okay. wind speed and I just put it into like my ballistic app on my phone. Okay. It's always been really good. My biggest issue is sometimes I don't trust it because I'm like, yeah. fuck, you know, 1.5 mils of wind. I ain't. That's way too goddamn much. You know, yeah. first shot, I'll call it a half, and it's like, oh, nope, okay, it's one five. You yep. know, I just sometimes it's hard to trust it, but yeah, so yeah. You just lick your finger. Yeah, like my finger is fucking wasted. I, like I just stupid, throw grass in the air. Yeah. <laughs> like the, the gladiator. Yep. Sand. Just sprinkle yep. it. Oh, all right, it's about one point five. Yeah, about one five. Yeah, that's fine. Weed. Take yeah, milk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the, the YouTube public land hunter special. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah that's no. cool. That's one thing that I've always, when I was shooting, like I don't know, wind calling is so tough. It's very. That's the hardest part about it, honestly, mm -hmm. because if you had zero wind, everybody could oh, shoot yeah. PRS. Like yeah. elevation's no big deal with ballistic calculators and the guns and the ammo it's out nowadays. Mm -hmm. Elevation isn't shit. No. It's the wind that really separates the pros. Yeah, for sure. Because I mean, you're dialing. Yeah, and it's just they're. They have so much shit out there right now. It's just, it makes it so, it makes, yeah, it makes, honestly, like, whether you're shooting, because, like, the 6.5 Creed is cool, and the 6.5 PRC is cool because the drop isn't that drastic. Yeah. Like, it stays flat for quite a, quite a long ways. Yeah. But, honestly, like, I mean, dialing is not that hard. No. And it's, it's pretty not. fucking consistent. Yeah. And you're pretty damn accurate with it. But the wind calls are, that's what's tough. That's where it's nice to have that long, skinny, high BC bullet, like a 6.5. Because it's there's so much just reduces that amount of wind that you got to start accounting for. Mm -hmm. You compare a six five to a three hundred wind mag, yep. wind drift wise, it's a pretty it's pretty drastic when you start pushing out there, especially the ranges that you're shooting at at like fourteen hundred plus yards. Yeah, know? once you start getting out that far and the bullet starts slowing down, it really takes a toll on it. Yeah, yeah. And you said and you mentioned earlier, uh, you're you're talking mills. Is that kind of the standard with? PRS shooting? Everyone use mills or does anyone use MOA? There's guys that use MOA. I mean, if you learned on MOA, there's nothing wrong with it because yeah. they do just as good. I don't think there's an advantage, but 
to me, I like mills because it's all based on tenths and not, mm-hmm. you know, quarters or thirds or anything like that. I don't like doing all that math. Tenths are super easy, and that seems to be the majority of the guys out there that run mills. Yeah, because that's, that's the difference between MOA and mill, isn't it? Like, MOA um, lines up with the standard, like, you know, inches and yeah. feet and whatnot. Mills is more mills of, like, the metric. The metric system. Yep. So yeah, I mean, but you're you're dialing a lot more, it's, right? I mean, it's, like, you're, Mills you're, is less actually. Oh, is it less? Yeah, MOA. Those guys are cranking that scope oh, like crazy. Yeah, and I'm no like, shit. oh, I did you know, put seven mils in, and they're running you know 14 MOA or something. Oh, going yeah. hell, it's just crazy okay. on it. Yep. So I got it mixed up. That's yeah, what I, I think one mil's like three something MOA, if I believe. Yeah, I it's, think so. it's around there because one M- one MOA is. Basically, an inch. Basically, it's basically an inch at 100 yep. meters. Yep. So with mill, it's not. What is it at 100 meters? You said so. It's about three something. Uh, that's at a thousand yards. A thousand yards, three yep. something. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so it's three and a half MOA to one mil. Okay, gotcha. That makes sense. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's a lot better. That's that's one thing. So okay, I got a good question for you. What is your hundred percent? Your furthest? Like I'm a hundred percent at this range that I feel like capable of. Yeah. Like what? What would you say? Like okay, you put a you put a target out there at six hundred yards or six hundred meters. Yeah. Are you a hundred percent? Like oh. you're gonna hit that ten yeah. out of ten times. Yeah. Okay. So what's your furthest? What's your furthest? Like I'm a hundred percent at X range. Nine hundred to a thousand. No shit. Yeah. Nice. It's a good gun. Yeah. Especially if you're shooting prone. That takes a lot of it out. Like, if you're shooting mm-hmm. prone and you can get a good wind call in, yeah, I'd say 900 to 1,000 yards. Okay. So then that takes me to my next, my next story. So I was at this... Uh... He's probably not listening. I was at the... So I was at Hunt Wars, <laughs> and uh, the team that I was hunting against, like, I've shot a lot of guns, and I didn't have a shit ton of time with my... My rifle before I went out there because living in Iowa, we yeah. don't do a whole lot of rifle hunting. Yeah, not so a lot I didn't. Of opportunities. Yeah, so I didn't have a hunting rifle before I went out there. So when I found out that I was hunting pronghorn in New Mexico, they told me in I think it was June. And then I was out hunting in August, so I'm like, I gotta go. Like I gotta get a gun. Yeah. and get get confident with it. So I went and bought that gun right away, and um, I started shooting it. And I got my 100%. I, I felt 100% out to 600 yards, like within pretty short time. And I'm, you know, I'm I'm doing things pretty quick, and it's pretty it's pretty rugged. Like if you saw how I, because I don't have a gun vice in yep. a level and stuff, and I mounted my own scope. If you saw how I mounted my scope, you'd be like, you're a fucking dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> I did the old. Like it was rough. I was in a rush. I needed to get shooting. Yep. All right, I needed to get shooting. So I, I, you know, I leveled my scope, and I didn't have a level and stuff, and I. I I just took it to a door jam and lined her up and then torqued her down. <laughs> Hopefully the old farmhouse is straight. Yep. This one isn't. That's the thing. I was trying to find the straight the straightest door jam I could find in this this house. But uh so I got out there and then I, I I'm like, all right, I'm I'm looking pretty good. And then I was out there talking to the the other one of their guys and I asked him that question. Like, what's your and he does a lot of long range shooting, like PRS mm-hmm. matches and stuff too. And he went out when they were out there they had like a you know, a five, $6,000 gun works gun. Yep. And they're shooting six, five, two. 
And I asked him, like, what's your, like, what is your confident range at? And he said, thousand yards yeah. for sure. I'm like, really? Thousand yards. He's like, oh yeah. I'm like, hundred percent confident at thousand yards. Like hundred percent at thousand yards. I'm like, holy fuck. This guy's yeah. good shot. And I told him like, my hundred percent is probably right now 600. And, but I'm not, you know, I don't want to shoot that far because they have deductions for the scoring for yeah. that show and stuff. But he said thousand yards, hundred percent accurate, hundred percent. I'm like, okay. To me, a hundred percent means a hundred percent. It doesn't mean you're necessarily going to hit it every single time, but it means like I, in my mind, I'm not missing at this yard, this yardage. Right. Yeah. And he goes out there and he fucking whiffs like four shots at a pronghorn at, he misses once at like 500 some odd yards and another time at, or it was like 600. Then it was like 500 something. Then he ended up killing at like 400 something. Finally, I'm like, Hundred percent, a thousand though, right? Hundred percent, hundred percent. But that's got to be a different from like your your weapon, your your rifle. Right. It's it's twenty pounds. Yeah, you know, versus the hunting rifle that you brought out. You know, I mean, I'm sure that's got to be something to do with you know your thousand yards. Yeah, confident. I mean, like the my rifle's probably six to seven thousand dollars so i got a shit ton of mm-hmm. confidence in it because i've spent the time and i've picked the products now to go like you know run into any gun store and buy something and well, take it out i'd probably be more like four or five hundred yards yep. i don't know the gun and i don't know how it acts yeah absolutely well, say like you did buy a, a rifle out of the gun store you want to go out you know hunt pronghorn and uh you buy one, you shoot it enough to get on target. What do you think you'd be comfortable at? If I got to actually take it out to the range and, you know, go run it out to a thousand on targets, you know, like I'm not going to take it out to 200. Oh, I shot a good 200 yard group and call it good. Cause maybe the rifles actually shoots like shit after 600. You don't know. Mm-hmm. So I like to walk it out. And if I can run it out and come back in and be consistent with it, I'll just go with it. Okay. Yep. In, makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's and all it, about the testing. Like, if you shoot a hundred, I mean, there's guys can, can shoot wicked hundred yard groups where there's one hole, right? But you get out to five hundred yards, and it's like, eh, you know, <laughs> you start seeing like three, four inch groups. That, yeah, you're like whoa, yeah, what like, happened? What, what the hell is going on? <laughs> here? What happened here? I can't see shit. But that's can't what, see shells. Fucking mask. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or hood. <laughs> yeah, can't see shells. Fucking hood. <laughs> but yeah, unfortunately, a lot of people don't get to take their guns out that far until they're actually out hunting, and that's kind of a bad time to test that. Right. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I assume this guy has shot that gun quite a bit. I would hope so. I mean, it's a fucking gunworks gun. Yeah, it's a five six thousand dollar gunworks gun. He brought like four of them. I'm like, Jesus, dude. I mean, what the fuck? I'm shooting my Ruger American $500 model, dude. And I tried jewing the fucking Fleet Farm dude down a little bit because I found a cheaper one yeah. somewhere else. And I'm like, price match, bitch. Yeah. He's well, like, <laughs> like yeah. it's like 500 bucks. He's like, come on. <laughs> you also only shot at like, what, 77 yards? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yep. I mean, shoot a little farther, Jay. Come on. Yeah. Well, I guess I'm just a better hunter. <laughs> hey, we'll go out this year. We'll really stretch it out. I'll yeah. bring the seven song. There you go. If they're closer than 500 yards, we'll start screaming at them so they get a little farther away. Yeah, right. <laughs> You're too close. Yeah. We'll shoot them on, on the run at 800 yards. Oof, when they're moving, that's Oof. hard. Hey, no chance I'll, of hitting that. I'll get it. I'll get it. Watch. No, just, I will not get it. No, I won't. <laughs> I wouldn't take that shot. There's There comes to be a point in time where you just really got to tell yourself, like, that's not a shot to be making. You know? Yeah, especially when it comes time to game. Like, 
I like to be ethical. I'm not going to take a shot where it's going to wound it and it just disappears and dies a week later. That's, yeah. So I would really have to be, you know, if you're shooting steel, if you nick the edge, who cares? Hit it, you know. Yeah, hit. But you okay. hit an antelope in the ass and it might die a month later and it's got a horrible death. Like, right. nah, that's not me. Yeah. Me personally, when I'm hunting, like I haven't done, like I said, I haven't done a whole lot of rifle hunting because living in Iowa. But, you know, if I go out there hunting, it'd be, it would have to be pretty pretty perfect scenario for me to shoot at like an elk or a deer or an animal it have to be pretty perfect scenario for me to shoot to shoot past four or five hundred yards honestly because it's like especially if it's out there just milling around it's like i can get closer and it's kind of i can get closer takes the hunt out of it you know unless you're out there for seven days you've been chasing this fucker up and down the valleys and finally it's like okay i cannot catch up to it yep you're gonna die it's last day of the hunt yep he's at i get that he's at 623 yards Yep. And it's the last day of the hunt, and I've been chasing him for a week. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Then it's like, well, then you take a shot. Take that shot. Like, if the if it's all perfect, if, if we have like 15, 20 mile an hour wind, crosswinds, yeah, that's probably not going to do that. Yeah. And you're shooting cross canyon, and you know, wind does weird shit when you're shooting cross canyon. It's too, extremely so. weird in the canyons. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Have you ever shot aerial, like, uh, aerial platform shooting, like from a helicopter? Not from a helicopter, but like simulate helicopter. It's actually a Huey they put on chains and they kick the shit out of it so it's constantly moving. <laughs> nice. It's pretty yeah, it's got it's a Huey body, it's on springs and chains mm-hmm. and you just run and flop on it, and it's raised and they'll push it and it's it is wicked hard. <laughs> so yeah. I can imagine what a helicopter would it be yeah. like. Well in not just the movement, because like even when a helicopter's hovering, like it's still moving, obviously a little bit. Yep. Like actually quite a bit. But the biggest thing is the rotor wash. Yeah, just you pushing know, down. Just pushing down on that bullet as it's yeah the first firing, it's 20 insane. feet coming out it's probably got rotor wash it's a lot dude yeah it's a lot it changes it changes it up quite a bit is that something that's pre-calculated like can you say it's got two tenths of a mil of rotor yeah, wash yeah you down? can okay. to an extent but not really it's yeah. kind of like wind call yeah you just really gotta just you start just gotta knowing yeah. That, yeah that's why like when you see a lot of um helicopter like hunt like helicopter hog hunting is a Really, oh. is really popular in texas yeah it'd be a blast yeah but that's why you're shooting semi-autos oh so you yeah. can get your follow-up shots on it like because you don't really know 100 percent. like you can't really you can't really i wouldn't i don't know maybe you can maybe someone's out there smarter than me i'm sure they figured out like approximate dope for mm. rotor wash but i feel like you it's that's it's a lot to put in yeah it's a lot yeah well, i mean just one more factor not in there. anymore unfortunately God bless his soul. Yeah, that was a bad, was in poor taste, Jake. Sorry. <laughs> but um, a lot of our snipers, they shot, and they, they were very, I, I never, I've never done it. I really wanted to. I hadn't, they asked if I wanted to. I said, yes, I do. Yeah. And then they just didn't take me. Like, you fucking bitches. Damn. Now I'm pissed. For but a lot of our, for, uh, so when we were in Afghanistan, we did some, a lot of the snipers and some of the other guys, they went out and did um, aerial platform shooting training so we went out and we had like targets set out and we got they got in the black hawk and they were shooting off the strap and shit and they're like oh man it's so cool we're gonna do it again like who wants to go i'm like i do yeah take me they, they just didn't take me because i think i was on qrf or something that day or something happened i just didn't i didn't end up going and i was still kind of pissed about it actually so yeah fuck you guys <laughs> if, they're, if they're listening, Roe, Boer, all you guys, fuck you. Didn't take <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Roe. Yeah, you guys suck. <laughs> I'm going to have Boer on pretty soon, too, in Roe, if yeah. Roe ever um, gets back to me. 
He's like a wanderer. So Roe Ro was my squad leader in Afghanistan, and he's the shit. Just a real American hero, you know. Like you look at him, and you're like, that dude's a fucking soldier yeah. right there. Like he'll, He's barrel-chested, kind of cranky. Respect him. He's a great guy, but fuck him because he didn't take me out on real platform shooting. So, <laughs> <laughs> but no, if you ever get the chance, you should, we should definitely do it. We should go fucking hog hunting in Texas. We Saturday. should, what we should, we do. should definitely do that. Yeah. We should do that. Good. I got an AR, I got bold actions. Yeah. I don't know what I would take. I got so many. I want to take them all. I got I'm, a lot of four shot we could throw at him. What? Joking. <laughs> what? Four shot. Dude, I wonder what the rotor wash would do to a uh, spread. Out of a shotgun. Horrible. <laughs> yeah, you just like find your helicopter next to a flock of geese. Just douche, douche, douche. If they do that, sign me up. Do it. That'd be fucking cool. That'd be fucking dope. How fun would that be? You'd probably just reach out and grab them by the neck and pull them in. Just right? do the whole smother. <laughs> Chop them up with the rotors. <laughs> Got a few. Yeah. I'll pick them up later. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fucking sweet. Air, helicopter hunting geese. Probably not legal. Probably not. Probably not. No. <laughs> With hogs, it's really anything goes. Especially in Texas. They don't give a yeah. fuck, dude. If it makes money, they're doing it. Yeah. It'd probably be like coyotes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm, I think it's even worse. If I had hogs, it would be the yeah. same as a coyote. I think it's even worse than coyotes, dude. Oh, like, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. What I mean is like... They destroy Yeah. Stuff. They tear shit up. Like, I mean, you're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars. Like, like, okay, if you take all of Texas into consideration, you're talking... Tens of millions of dollars yeah. in damages every year across the state. Yeah, and they multiply like crazy. They have, what, two litters every year, and they can have 18, 20 piglets at a time. Like, Dude, it don't matter. Nuts. Once that sow gives birth to her, to her litter, she can get pregnant the next day. Yeah. They don't give a fuck. It could be two two litters that year. It could be, I don't know. I don't know what the gestation period is on a pig. It's really short. It's short as hell, though. And they I can have a lot. There's a documentary say. called Pig Bomb on Netflix. It's super interesting. It's all on Oh, that. really? Yeah. It's cool. Actually watch that. It's fucking nuts how the, those things can reproduce like crazy. Yeah, that's probably why they make such good farm animals. Yeah. Because you can just make a shit ton of them. And they eat anything. They'll oh, eat meat. Dude. They don't give a shit. No. Anything. Yeah. That's why the... Um, what is it? The mafia? What I always put? They oh, put yeah, their the, dead bodies in, in the, the pigs. Pig, in the pig barns. Yeah, they'll chew the bones up. They don't <laughs> yeah. give a fuck. Same as like you get into um, like chicken compost. Yeah, you can put stuff in that, and then it'll just decompose it. And chicken compost. Yeah. What do you mean by that? Like chicken poop? Ch- yep. Hmm. Just that, and like the compost of anything of high. I'm not a scientist. I don't know, but it, you have a lot of. Uh, hmm. It's hot. I, I, yeah, that's right. All I could, I'm, it I'm won't decom- it won't decompose bones though. Yes, what? Yes, it will. Yep. Chicken Same, shit. Yep. Chicken shit will decompose bones. Yep. You Same are a scientist then. No, not a scientist. I'm just a retard Basically. who likes to hunt ducks. Like but uh, I know even cow shit. You could put uh, cows in a compost and spread them out mm. in the field, and sometimes you don't ever find those bones again. What about dinosaur shit? Uh, dinosaur. I, I mean, you know. I would love to find a dinosaur bone, but they were all decomposed. Yeah. I watched Jurassic Park, and that big pile of T-Rex poop looked pretty hot. Yeah, it did. She had a very nasty glove on. Yeah. What? Glove? Yeah, she had a glove on. Just like your... She? It wasn't a dude that he lost his... He lost his... The T-Rex ate his uh, radio, and then then he just... That's the second... 
The yeah. second raw, Jurassic he's raw dogged the first his Jurassic Park. They're feeling up the dung. Oh, okay, yeah, it's it's like the a, dung. Yeah, all right. I was I was gauging off of when old boy fucking lost his phone. Yeah, was ringing phone. In the, they in found the, the watch. The and, yeah. yeah, gross. I was thinking about the first one. Yeah, just where they just they're checking for berries. <laughs> <laughs> gross. I'm a retard. <laughs> but for real though. Hog hunting in Texas would be dope. Hundred percent. Yeah, I feel but like, I feel like if we go hog hunt, you got to pair it with like uh, alligator garbo fishing. Oh yeah, same week. Yep. You got to hit the water and hit the land, dude. Honestly, I was just looking into Texas hunts uh, last night, or no, not last night, yesterday, and pff, not that bad. No, it, honestly, most of it comes with boarding and everything. You know. Yeah, like uh, I was looking at like some of them. Honestly, like, like I don't know. You're, I was looking at exotic hunts. Yeah, like, so just, like, like the Zebu. Yeah, just crazy <laughs> shit. Like they, they, Texas is crazy. They don't have any sort of exotic game laws, so you can just have whatever the fuck you yeah. want as long as it's you know fenced in. Yep. So yes, it's high fence. It's not. It's not you know free range. But who's gonna put a black buck in the B and C books? Like, yeah, it's not, you're not going to. So. Yeah. <laughs> But te- that'd be fucking dope. Texas hunting would be pretty fun, especially hogs, because it's just like yeah, just spray and pray. Just no one cares. Like kill them all. Yep. I don't know why, but I really want to shoot a javelina, bow, mm-hmm. rifle. I just that is one bucket list animal that I want. Yeah, Arkansas. Arizona, Arkansas too. Arkansas? Yeah, I think so. Javelina? Well, I don't know about I don't know about Arkansas. I think they, they have hogs. They, have, they have big hogs. They have them in Texas, though. Yeah. Oh yeah, they have them in Texas. Yeah. They also they have a lot of them in Arizona too. Like, all those like southern states, I guess. Yeah. You know, when they're bordering Mexico, more of yeah. a desert hog. Yeah, it's not even really a. It's not even a hog. It's not. No. What is the name of it again? Uh, it's a javelina. Right, right. The science name. Javelina. Yeah, <laughs> it's a javelina hog-looking animal. It's like a pick a. I, I'll look it up. Pick a something. Look it up, Matt. What is pick it? A, pick a turkey. It's not. It's not even. It's not actually technically in the pig family, though. I don't oh, think. okay. It looks like it. Yeah, and it sounds like it kind of. I think, but they're not actually in the hog family. But they are basically a small hog. Yep. Mean. Yeah. Uh, Here they don't taste very good, though. Like if you, I could see that. Peckery. Peckery. Yeah. Peckery. Peckery. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. Hey, no. I wasn't even looking at it either. Another name for him is a uh, skunk pig. Yeah. I heard they stink. It's a hoofed animal or mammal, sorry. Yeah. I don't know. This but is so a pig. Pedia, so. Yeah. But uh heavily I heard they don't taste very good and they stink really bad. But they make good chorizo because any type of meat would probably make good chorizo. Because you don't really taste the meat. <laughs> yeah. It's just the chorizo. <laughs> yeah. What are, you um, doing? what are you doing over there? I'm just looking at that. I can't read though. I went to school in Osage. Yeah. I've also heard Havelina have very, very poor eyesight. So they're pretty easy to sneak up on with like a boner, like a bow and shit. Sounds like my kind of animal. Yeah. <laughs> Helen Keller. Yeah. There's your <laughs> Helen Keller animal, Matt. Hell yeah. That'd be something I could probably bow hunt. Oh, yeah. Dude, that'd be fucking sweet. Bow hunt, javelina, and rifle, helicopter, hog hunt. 100%. Do helicopter bow hunt. 
I'll just hand you the arrows. <laughs> I'm for sure missing everything. Do you need one of those? Rapid I, I miss fire them when they're bows. standing in front of me broadside. So Jake, <laughs> yeah. that's all you. Dude, I, that'd be like probably impossible. I'm sure like Tim Wells has done it, but yeah, I wouldn't do it. Not me. Nope. Um. Anyways, that's fun. <laughs> um. I so let's go back to. More as more PRS questions. Um, what is your setup? You said it's a custom rifle. Yeah, like, I have a defiance with, action. Okay, I was going to ask if you had defiance action because yeah. you said it's a fourteen hundred dollar action. It's just yeah. I was looking at those actions not too long ago too. Those are fucking sick, aren't they? Yeah, they're worth it. Are I they? Th- I think they actually just price jump too because I heard somebody was just kind of trolling Facebook the other day and they were bitching about it. I think they went up a couple hundred bucks. I'm like, oh, that's kind of crazy, but yeah, I think uh, one of the matches I got like a. 20th place or something and it was still like there's enough prizes on the table i got to walk the table and i'm like walk up there i'm like holy shit there's like 20 percent off of defiance action sitting there mine yeah so you bought <laughs> yeah. it on match oh yeah nice yep so i got in there and i bought the deviant i'm like well mines will go fucking all out you know i'm already paying thousand some bucks mine's will get the best one so <laughs> yeah. i did no shit that's awesome yep what kind of barrel did you put on it um, I started out with the Shillin. That one was a good one for a while, and I shot that out just last year. So now there's a Bartlett on there now. Okay. Haven't even pulled the trigger on it. She's brand new. Oh, really? Yep. Dang. Have you ever shot uh, proof research barrels? I've shot a couple. Have you? Yep. I haven't shot one, but I hear good things about them. I was actually looking at getting a carbon barrel from them for, to build a more of a mountain rig. Whether yeah. I go or not, I just kind of want an all-carbon fiber gun. Mm-hmm. Dude, well, carbon fiber just looks cool, too. It looks cool. It looks cool, and it's kind of cool having a gun that you look at, and you're like, oh, nice. And then you pick it up, and you're like, holy shit. Yeah. That is light. Yep. And, and it's super sturdy. Like, the yeah. the stocks, those carbon fiber stocks are very sturdy. Like, they're super light. Like, yep. my Ruger American is super light, but that's just because it's a fucking chintzy plastic stock. You yeah. knock on it, it's like... like it's hollow. Hollow. Yep. Terrible, but, but the carbon like, fiber is pretty sweet. Like uh, my seven Sama has a carbon fiber stock on it. I really like that. It? Yeah, what's that? It's a, it's a VG two. I forget who makes that one. I got off of stockies dot com, and it mm. was their VG two carbon. I really like it for what it is. Hmm. It's kind of like got the Arctic camo. Matt saw it the other day when he was okay. over. Nice, but I, I'm. It's heavy. It's yeah, heavy. I. You're. Probably a pussy then. It, for, uh, <laughs> I don't work out. So. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of went backwards. I didn't. I I bought the action, which that's another defiance. I kind of okay. got on the defiance train, so I got two of them now. <laughs> and then I bought a carbon fiber stock, and then I bought a heavy ass barrel. So I don't know what the no, hell geez. I was thinking. I. It's not even like a heavy barrel. It's just kind of like a medium palma, but it's it's twenty eight inches long. There's there's a lot of steel out there. God dang. Yeah. You're like fuck this stock. Yeah, I don't know why I did the carbon fiber <laughs> stock. Completely negate the whole being light thing. Yeah, I'm going to buy the lightest <laughs> stock on the market that's super expensive, and then I'm going to buy the heaviest shit to put on it. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Sign me up. <laughs> yeah. So I'm thinking about redoing, the, like, take the stock, and I kind of actually want to build another 7 SOM and make that carbon fiber. That's a good idea. I looked at, uh, Brigara just came out with a new, uh, the Crest Squared. Yeah. It's all carbon fiber. Sweet. I just saw one the other day, actually, at Cabela's. Looks really badass. I love Bergara. For a factory rifle. Mm -hmm. That's what you recommended to begin with. Yeah, great. Mm -hmm. If you can, if you got the pocketbook for it, jump on it. Well, they're not even that bad, like, price-wise. When you're comparing, like, the Crest 2, I don't know the price on them, but you're probably looking at, like, close to two grand, probably. 
yeah, two twenty five hundred probably. Yeah. Um, and you know when you're talking all car- an all carbon fiber rifle, it's really not that bad. Not really, because I mean, if you're going custom, a uh, carbon fiber blank alone, eight nine hundred dollars just for the blank, mm-hmm. and that's unmachined. You got another right. four or five hundred in machine costs on it. So I mean, you got mm-hmm. fourteen hundred just into a barrel. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, Bergara's kind of doing it right with that. Yeah. yeah I like Bergara a lot. I do, too. And one, They're a Spanish company, right? Yeah, they're a Spanish company, and now they're out of Georgia. Is there, like, American location? Okay, gotcha. Nope. Yeah, I like I like Bergara quite a bit. The B-14s are sweet. Um, but there's this one other gun. Is uh Fierce? You ever heard of Fierce? I've, I've heard of them. Never shot one. Never I've seen one, one in person. I've, see, I've just seen them, and they look fucking yeah, badass. They are sweet. That you, That's in that. I know, because I was just... Fucking around with it. That's in that twenty to twenty five hundred dollar range for sure. I know yeah. that. And depending on what model you go with, but those things look badass, dude. Yeah. And they're super light. I think they're I think without without an optic, I think you're look they're rocking right around that six pound range. That's light. That's really light, dude. Yeah. So you, you put a quality optic on it, you're yeah, and you're sub eight pounds for sure, with all your shit on there. Oh, like Bryce one time he came out and he's like, Hey, you wanna shoot this gun? I'm like, sure. And it was a 300 rum, and it was all carbon fiber. I'm like, okay. It had a, it had a steel pencil barrel on it. Everything else was carbon fiber. Hmm. Gun was light as hell. I think it came in just shy of 8 pounds, or right at 8, for 300 rum. I don't know Fucker. why anybody would want to buy that, but the guy that bought it absolutely loved it. But it recoiled like a really? goddamn mule. So it probably jumped out of your fucking Holy hands, fuck. dude. It was horrible to shoot. God <laughs> it damn. was horrible. I couldn't... If I'm shooting a 300 rum, I probably want I'd want like a 10 pound rifle at minimum. I'd want a 20 pound rifle. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> if I'm going to use a 300 rum to hunt with, yeah. I'm wanting probably 10 to 12 pounds, and I'm just going to get stronger yeah. and carry around. Yeah, but I'm also probably not. I'm just not going to hunt with. It. I love 30 calibers. Like they're they're great. Like 30 out six is a great, yeah, awesome awesome round. 300 wind mag is great. But honestly, like, when you're talking 300 rum in like 338 Lapua or 338 Winnemag or anything, yeah. like big boars like that, it's like, eh, I don't know. Why? Yeah, that's it's really <laughs> getting up there. If you're talking North American big game, yeah, it's, it's like, what's the point? I get it, it's going to kill them, but so is a 7 mil. So, yeah, make yeah. a wicked 7 millimeter. Yeah. There's all kinds, you know. Yeah, and they're really, like, I don't know. I, I'm a big fan of 7 mil. I am too. Tell. Like, I'm a huge fan of it. Yeah. So that's probably what my next build, my next, my next rifle is going to be custom. It's definitely, yeah. Custom. <laughs> Dude, I'd love, yeah. A little cashy, but I would love a custom seven PRC. Cause I don't have a seven yeah. mil yet. So I'm like, might as well go with a seven PRC. Yeah. Get what you want. Like, yeah. Like, so we were talking earlier, buy once, cry once, spend the money now. Yep. Yep. Especially if I'm going to get into reloading anyways. Yeah. Might as well just get a seven PRC yeah. and just be done with it. You could buy a box brass and save the brass, reload yep. later. Yep, but seven PRC or I really also I also really like the twenty Ackley improved and the twenty Nosler. Those are like my both really good rounds. Yeah, those are really really cool. But you got the seven Remag from you know my I'm sitting here talking about other seven mils and I even mentioned that the round that I um, recommended to you. But the seven Remag is the shit too. I guess that's like. That was like the granddaddy of all seven mils, like oh, hunting rounds. You could make a wicked hot seven mil. Like if, if you got big balls, you can start running hotter powders. Yep. You know, if you know how to reload. That's not for me. It's not for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make some elephant rounds for you, Matt. Yeah. 
The thing is, like, Seven Remake's been around for so long. There's just a lot more options. Like yeah. when you're talking 2D actually improve and 28 Nazer, like you 28 Nazer, you're very you're you're stuck with the you know with that Nazer. Right. You know, you're shooting Nazers out of it more than likely. So it's like I don't know. You're really you don't have you're much you have a much wider range of different. Um, manufacturer like bullet manufacturers that you can choose a seven rim mag that's why i recommended it not yeah. you know that and it's just it's been around for so long it's like it's just a solid fucking cartridge for pretty much anything yeah i mean you should be able to load a hunting load that will kill a whitetail a thousand yard seven mag oh for sure i think it's fully capable mm-hmm. for sure you got that badass fucking scope on it now no All shit on it but deal of a lifetime there yeah, yeah. yeah talk us through that landon what'd you do yeah, so bought an Athlon scope, used it for quite a while, and then I just kind of started upgrading. So it sat in the back of the safe, and Matt was looking for one to put on his new rifle, and I was like, "Ah, come check this out." Only started noticing some like looked like oil internal to the glass of the scope because we cleaned it, couldn't get it off, but it was like had like the oily spots in there. Oh, sure, yep. So I was like, "Well, Athlon's got a good you know warranty. I've sent scopes in; they turn them right back around." So mailed it to him, and I've had that scope for. I think I bought that in 17. Well, they've upgraded oh, since, okay. so now there's the second generation out. They don't even sell the original one. Athlon contacted me. They're like, well, we're sending out your replacement scope, and they overnighted it back, and now Matt has an $800 scope for 400 bucks. God so, dang. Yeah. <laughs> it's not what you know. It's who you know. <laughs> right? <laughs> Holy shit. I should have given him his money back and just kept it. <laughs> yeah, I, I've never shot Athlon before, but so I'm really excited for Matt to put on his gun and shoot it because it looks fucking sweet you brought it over today yeah when you and came over i've got two other sweet. athlons i i don't see any issue with them you know i mean no. if you get some of the cheaper ones like two and three dollar ones some people bitch about it but it's sure. a 200 scope you buy what you buy you know yep everybody sells cheap scopes well that's the cool thing about athlon is that they they have uh they have an optic for every price range yeah you know they start off so. for the very basic and they go I mean, the topper ones are starting to crest $2,000 now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think they're even breaking 2K, so. Yeah. And they're running Japanese glass, so you got good clarity. Yep. Unfortunately, I own one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I've heard really good things about Athlon. Doesn't Gary have a bunch of Athlon? Is that what he carries? He used to. He doesn't anymore. Oh, he doesn't? No. Yeah. Well, he, he carries does, Hawk he now, Hawk doesn't he? Now he yeah. yeah. Hawkins now, or Hawk. Yeah. Hawk yeah. Or Hawk. He re- I have a booklet in my truck. Yeah. Never shot with one, but I've looked at quite a few. They look actually pretty clear for they're they're price pretty range. cheap. Mm-hmm. I'm like looking at them, like oh, peek outside. I'm like the glass actually looks pretty decent for the price really? range. Yeah. Would you compare it to like? Would you? Cause I've, I've never even looked through Hog. Bushnell. Yeah, I'd say really? it's Bushnell. Bushnell yeah. quality. Yep. I mean, that's not horrible. But they don't have like any really like long range scopes out there, but like hunting ones. Oh, there's a really big selection for yeah. you know, three by nine stuff, white mm-hmm. tail sure. all day long. Sure. Yeah, you're not gonna be probably not gonna be doing any long range stuff with it, but no, not really. But the scope I got is probably overkill. Nah, you can never have too much, Matt. Dude, there's no okay. When we're talking guns, there's no such thing as overkill. All right, so you guys dial it down. What's the lowest magnification on it? Four, four and a half, I think. Yeah, fuck, dude. all day long. You're good. Perfect. Yeah, you're yeah. Good. There's no such thing as overkill. Like even when you're talking caliber selection, like some people are like. Three hundred one mag—that's a little overkill for a whitetail. It's like I don't no, want dude. to take but any steps. If you have a three hundred, if you have a three hundred one mag, and you don't want to take it out 
to sh- hunt whitetails with because you are afraid that's too much, just shoot it. Yeah, just shoot. It. If you already have it, shoot it because it's there's no there's no such thing as overkill. No, there's underkill. Yep. But there's no such thing as overkill. Like it's gonna it, kill it dead. It will kill. It will it kill. Will kill. <laughs> it will kill. It will kill. <laughs> yeah, show's dope. But uh, I think I don't know. Is there anything else we really wanted to cover? I guess today. I don't know, you guys got any questions here? Yeah. Um, I have a lot, but you guys already probably went over it. <laughs> Go over it, man. No, because you, you're you're kind of newer into it. Do you have any questions? Ask. Ask away. Uh, I can't think of anything off the bat right now. Mm-hmm. But uh, you guys, I think you guys nailed it. I mean. I'm nice. Speechless. Speechless. <laughs> well, that's the way I like to leave her. What? I mean, uh. <laughs> we need to go out to the range, though, come springtime. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Matt's got a new rifle. You got some rifles. I'll bring them mm-hmm. online. You can shoot them. Let's do it. I'm hopefully going to buy a new rifle before then. You mean build. Yeah, we're build, build. Build, sir. Yeah, dude. You'll never regret it. <laughs> I know. I want to. It was actually, so we'll. Build that 20 pound rifle and then take it out west with us. Yes. Dude. Landon's going to do it. He already said he would. Yeah. Don't skip leg day, bro. Yeah. Strengthen that back, bud. Yeah. Boer, actually, he builds his own guns quite a bit. He said he can, he, he, his favorite gun, he's a big 30 out six guy. Yeah. And he's like, man, I can get that 30 out six fucking blazing. Oh yeah. There's a lot of guys that take, especially they do wildcat cartridges with the out six, you know? Oh yeah. There's 25 out six and the 22 is like the guy's. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're pushing for 4,500 feet per second. <laughs> Melt the barrel down for sure, yep. but it's fast. Hey, good coyote gun. Y- yeah. <laughs> if you can keep the bullets together. Yeah, right. Do that. I mean, coyote, coyote guys are a totally different breed. They are. Now the 22 Creedmoor is out, so they're going ape shit over that. Oh, are they? Well, I that's bet. a wicked caliber. I bet it is. I seen one where me and Jacob hunt uh, just last week. I think what? It was a coyote. A coyote? So I think us three need to go kill some coyotes. We should do that. Who's yeah. buying a thermal? Um, talk to Logan. Yeah, <laughs> we talk, talk to, to Logan. Logan. Yeah. Talk to Logan. <laughs> hey, Zach and Logan, are you guys listening to this? No, uh, you could be jumping in on this. <laughs> coyote yeah. special next time, dude. Thermals are a totally different breed. Yeah, I've never even shot with one, dude. You're talking like three, four grand. Oh, easy, ridiculous, easy, ridiculous. I think Ashley would kill me. I know my wife was. Yeah. I'm already in the doghouse for the rifle I just bought. So Yeah. I had to sell a truck and cut off my left nut. So. Damn. Well, I see you already got 10 kids, so yeah. it doesn't matter. I didn't, I didn't need any more kids. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's still one working. You might get another one out of it. <laughs> right. Well, as soon as this one comes out, you know, it's going to be snip, snip time. Yeah. Well, enough about balls. All right. You know, <laughs> you know what we'd like to do here? Talk about balls. So have fun. Just joking. I, I shut it off. <laughs> we're not. Gonna, we're we're not going to end on balls. No. <laughs> Can't end on balls. Yeah. But I. Um. Is there anything you wanted? Like this is usually what I ask if anyone wants to plug anything. Do you are you like big on social media? If anyone wants to see what you're doing, or do you just are you? Just I don't really lone, have a lone wolf out here. I'm kind of a lone wolf kind of guy. Like I don't have Instagram or anything. Post a little bit to Facebook, but yeah, it's. Felt like nice. me. I, sh- I probably should get out there a little bit more, especially if I want to try to get sponsorship. Yeah. Well, come shoot a PRS match in Iowa or Minnesota, and maybe you'll see Landon out there. Yeah. Or one day match. There's tons of them this year now. Yeah. So, and all they're you, fun. Yeah. All you got to do is get to a PRS match, look for the 
most handsome fella on the on there, and you might he might be around. Yeah. Too. I'll be, be there. He might be close to that handsome fella that you found. So, all right, see you there, guys. that has the stories to back it a life to be proud of it's a winchester life yeah baby six eight western a mule there baby right there tune in every tuesday at 7 p.m eastern on waypoint tv